thank you for tuning in to the Doing Business with God podcast. Hey, you. Yes, you. I am your host, Michi Renee. It is Michi's passion to help you live your best life and do business God's way. Michi will be talking about entrepreneurship, manifestation, monetization, mindset, beliefs, starting and growing a business, nonprofit, or ministry, all while serving God. So welcome to My Daddy's Business. It's time for the show. It's the Doing Business with God podcast with your host, Michi Renee. Hello, tribe. Welcome back to another episode of the Doing Business with God podcast dedicated to helping you do business God's way. In this episode, I will be talking to my guest, Ms. Karen Jones. Karen, welcome to the show today. Well, thank you so much. I so appreciate your warm welcome. It is just an honor to be here with you and with all your, your tribe. This is great. Great. So let's just get into it. Karen, tell us about yourself, what you've done in the past and your entrepreneur journey that has led you to where you are right now. Sure. So I am a retired OBGYN doctor. So I practiced here in Seattle for boy over 28 years. And my journey is one where over time I found myself in a fulfilling job, but gradually I became less and less fulfilled. And I know that's something that a lot of us happens to a lot of us. And that's kind of what gets us to make a turn, you know, so I, you know, went on, I had great life, you know, I married, I've been married 40 years, I have two wow. kids, great kids, you know, we would, we loved hiking and mountain climbing, you know, great job, wonderful patients and colleagues. But, you know, I just kept getting unhappy. I actually developed insomnia. I started getting more and more anxiety. So it became harder to cope with just the normal where, you know, day-to-day stress of the kind of job I was in. And I had a lot of expectations for myself. So when I considered, you know, just stopping, I had, no, I can't because got to pay for the kids' education. No, I can't because I put in so many years you know, my job and I'm so good, you know, on and on and on. And finally, I literally or metaphorically hit a wall and realized (laughs) that forcing myself to stay when I wasn't happy was not good for me. I was harming myself and I wasn't being the best person I could be for my patients either. And certainly not for my colleagues. And certainly, you know, me being grumpy was no help for my home life either. (laughs) I finally, what I realized is I really, I literally gave myself permission to retire Mm -hmm. and say, okay, now I can stop. And that was, gosh, four and a half years ago now. And then over that time, I began exploring what this longing inside me to create something and to really begin defining it. And it was really around empowering women teaching and mentoring. And I'd become an energy healer during this whole process too. So I had both this left brain medicine thing and this right brain energy healing thing going on. Yes, And I brought that plus my desire to empower women. And, and then in particular over this last year, over 2020, it really began to come together. And so my whole thing is about helping women who are, you know, successful and accomplished, but are feeling secretly unhappy mm-hmm. to understand unleash their power so they have can create a truly meaning-filled and luscious life. Absolutely. So what made you finally 
realize because I mean, being an MD, that was a lot of work to get your education, all of your certifications, all the stuff you had to do to keep your license and all of that stuff. When did you really realize? Was it in year five, year 10? When did you realize that that wasn't it? We hope that you are enjoying this episode. If you would like to be a guest, check the show notes for all the details. Let's get back to the Doing Business with God podcast with Michi Renee. Yeah, there were several bumps along the way. I had one bump in the late 1990s. I just got curious about mind-body medicine and reading about chakras because what I realized is Western medicine just wasn't very well defining why we get sick in the first place and how we heal because there's a lot more going on besides simply what's going on the physical. I mean, that was the time we were really understanding about stress. And so the whole mind-body medicine started to go on. And I mean, it's kind of a funny story because I got, I was getting into this and just because I was kind of going, ah, ah, there's something more, there's something more. What is it? What is it? What is it? And I was at a Carolyn Mace conference back in two, early 2000. And what I'd been noticing is tingling in the palms of my hands. And I just mentioned it to this woman in the lunch line. And she said, oh, that sounds like energy. Why don't you look up healing touch? So I get home and granted this is 2000, but Google was still working at that point. <laughs> there really is something called healing touch. <laughs> I never found it when I Googled it. Instead, I ran into the the Barbara Brennan School of Healing. And when I read about its description of the program, both teaching energy healing and a lot, 50% personal growth work, there was that inside me that said yes. And so I went and did that program at the same time was still doctoring. So that was a, a big piece there. And then you know, probably the last five, eight years I was in practice, I was just getting more kind of going, you know, there's something more I want, but I'm not going to let myself have it. There's something more that I want, but I can't give up medicine. You know, doing that. I did that for years. I admit, maybe I'm a slow learner. <laughs> but I think we we often do. We get you know, attached to the titles. Things. Yeah, I tried various things at work. Like I stopped doing obstetrics because I thought maybe I'm just, you know, I'm not sleeping so well. So maybe that's the problem. I stopped doing call. I did gynae only. I learned how to do robotic surgery, which is fabulous, by the way. So I kept up leveling my medical skills and that was all great. But there was still that part of me that said, oh, there's something more I want. What is it? What is it? What is it? Yeah, absolutely. That's <laughs> Did that like, answer your question there? Yes, that still small voice, that's intuition, that's God, that spiritual realm that we ignore and we don't bring oh. it forth in our life, in our business, in our careers. And then we just keep going and going and going. And then it's like, boom, like you said, you hit that wall and you don't have a choice but to recognize and figure out what it's about. That is so totally it because it's that, it's both, because that small voice aside, that inner intuition, that inner yes, to me, that's the voice of God. It's the voice of spirit. It's my IS aspect of, I call it the I am presence, whatever you want to call it. My aspect of the divine is saying, there is something bigger for you. You have more to contribute to this world, whether it's holding my energy up or actually going out and teaching people to help them to be more and more listening to their joy and doing it. So what did your family, friends, your husband, your kids, did they think you were crazy? Like what was that situation like when you decided that you were going to retire? <laughs> right. Well, my husband was actually very supportive because he'd actually okay. retired early from his job. He worked at Boeing and he retired because stuff going on at work, but he no longer was fulfilled at work, you know, and he finally said, heck with this. I'm stopping. It was 
And it was me that kind of did it. So he'd been saying, yeah, honey, you can stop. We got enough savings. You can stop. He's kind of looked like a little raising his eyebrows a bit as I've done this training and starting a new business and, you know, getting my coaching and support that I need to do it because he's kind of going, okay, all right. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yes. Well, at least, you know, that is key. At least he's on board with you, even though he doesn't fully understand it. Yes. He's still being supportive in some kind of way versus there are other people out there who don't have that. And that is a blessing in itself. It is a real blessing because, you know, I basically, when I realized there was some additional training I wanted to get, you know, I, I kind of basically went to him and said, this is what I'm going to do. What are your concerns about this? As opposed to, I wasn't doing the, I'm asking permission. No, right. I wasn't doing that. <laughs> and he's really smart guy. So, so I can ask him like business stuff and, and get his ideas and his thought, which I don't necessarily follow, but it's great. Yeah. It's very different because way back in 2001, when I was going to energy healing school, he was not supportive there because I think with all the personal growth work I was doing at that point, he was afraid that I was going to change enough that I would move away from him. Mm. Looking back, that's what I feel like was actually happened. He didn't say that, but I think there was some fear there. Whereas now it's sort of like, you know, okay, honey, we both <laughs> are really supportive of each other doing what we love to do. He loves mountain climbing. And I've done some of that with him and some of it without him. Mm-hmm. And he supports me in this. So so we support each other. So we yeah. do a lot of stuff together and a lot of stuff kind of in parallel. Yeah, that's a healthy relationship. You should definitely have the things you do together and you each have separate lives. I mean, you can't be with the person 24-7. That is definitely not healthy. So as you stepped away from your medical career, what is it that you are birthing or putting together or putting out there in your entrepreneurial journey? How are you supporting women? What can they look out for you coming up in 2021 at travel genie we make your travel dreams come true we customize your trip we create itineraries book airfare hotels cars and event tickets we don't just book travel we create experiences travel genie has four trips planned for 2021 san francisco essence toronto and bali a 100 deposit gets you started use the link below for more information find us on instagram and facebook at travel genie 2017 and online at travelgenie.com So I'm really about helping women find meaning. You see, what's happened over the last like 40, 50 years is we as women, the big context, the big picture is we women have shifted from accomplishment from we were, you know, in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, we were getting into the some of the traditional male roles. We began to be doctors and lawyers, you know, entrepreneurs, CEOs, things like that. But we did it the way the guys did with a lot of strategy and logic that worked very well. Obviously, there are things where strategy and logic is exactly what you got to have. You know, you want to put together a business plan. You want to have your steps down. You want to know what it is. But the thing that's happened over the last, particularly last 20 years, is we've shifted from desiring accomplishment to having our focus being on meaning, on fulfillment, on self-actualization, what you would call the top level of Maslow's hierarchy. Problem is the male model way of success of logic, linear, hierarchical, step-by-step does not work for self-actualization, for 
defining our own meaning that yeah. comes from within. That's yeah. sort of the feminine power model. So based on that understanding, what my work is to help women who are been probably overusing the masculine model and underusing the feminine model is to really learn how to access your inner, well, it's really the voice of God, the voice of spirit that's coming from the inside. So instead of saying, I'm supposed to do it this way, ABC, we're listening to that still small voice inside that says, this is the inspiration. Yep. I am telling you, I'm reminding you where your meaning is because we have to learn how to listen to that. Yes, absolutely. Trust it. Absolutely. I can totally relate. I can totally relate to what you are saying because I was there. I was the person that my masculine and feminine energy was out of whack. It was so to the one side, I was using the masculine more that the feminine was barely on the map. And it took a lot of personal development work, a lot of self-exploration, a lot of self-actualization in order to bring it in balance. And it's because of all the things that we hear in society, how we're taught, how we learn, that is the way that we should do it. Instead of ignoring our own intuition, our spirit, all of that from within. And it's definitely work that you're doing that's needed in the world right now. Yeah, that is so true. And, and I did the same thing, you know, as I, as I look back over my life. There are a huge number of beliefs that we, unconscious beliefs that we take on, you know, as children in our encounters with authority figures and teachers and our parents and, and just general society that we're not even aware of. They're, they become givens. Well, of course, you have to do it this way. You know, of course you have to use Crest toothbrush, toothpaste, you know, you know, you just, it's are givens. And we don't even think about asking the question, is this actually true? I know this is what we think, but it, yeah, but that's it. Exactly. It's learning this. And for women, particularly part of our access to the voice of our soul is becoming into our body, getting out of our head, and into our body and into our hearts, yeah. you know, into our body, into our hearts. And then we're going to get more because our thoughts, we rationalize to our stuff to ourselves all the time. Yeah. Our thoughts will dialogue, you know, <laughs> our heart doesn't. And even then there's still some trickiness there because we have our emotions and you also don't want to go to believing your emotions because yeah. just like your thoughts, your emotions wave in and out too. So I'm separating, I'm differentiating then between the voice of your soul as it speaks through your heart and your emotions because we can all get triggered and be angry and upset or on our high horse or righteous or you know we can get and those are remote you know mad sad glad bad or whatever yeah or angry and that's not what i'm speaking of either it can give you clues yeah. but if you're not grounded in your body and in your heart you're going to get your emotions and think oh, I'm really inspired by this. That means I should do it. Well, did you touch him with your heart, the yeah. voice of your soul? Did God tell you to do that? As my mom always says. Exactly. <laughs> or because there's also one of my teachers said, we have this addiction to sensation, meaning our thoughts and our emotions. We're, we're like, we want things that make us have sensations. It's like exciting, it's like going on a roller coaster. It's exciting. Eating chocolate cake. Mm, good. You know, but coming in, what's from my heart? Yeah. Absolutely. Soul, what is God saying? 
Yeah. And how do you work with women to accomplish what you're talking about? How do you work with them? Right. I have a program called the Embody Your More Immersion. I have that name because it speaks to the fact that many of us are, you know, successful and accomplished or succeeding and all that. And yet there's something inside that says, I want more. I want, there's more that I want. And it's not more like I want more stuff. It's more like there's something more that wants to come out and be birthed. So in my program, I have several pillars. One of them is going to be embodied awareness because we have to master being in our body and beginning to be aware and observing our own thoughts and feelings instead of taking them as, as I'm going to use the term gospel because our thoughts and feelings are not. They aren't. They aren't. They're just thoughts and feelings. Yeah. We have to be able to observe it. And second, we need to really begin to access our, our feminine power. So we have to go through the barriers, the glass ceilings to us being able to say, I am worthy, to say, I am connect in connection with God, okay? That all life is organized around my success. I'm co-creating my life with God, okay? As opposed to I'm doing it all myself. Right. And third, this sense of isolation that as a woman, I'm saying, oh my gosh, I have to do it myself. I can't collaborate because I'm competing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm comparing myself. Yes. So I'm envious. You know, all yeah. of these things. Instead of saying, who, where are these resources? Where's the training, the skills, the, the new habits, the support, the collaboration that's going to help me and help the people, the women around me. Yeah. It's the community, the tribe piece of it. There's no such thing in God as competition. Everybody is individuals. God is limitless. There's enough clients, funds, money, resources to go around for everyone. And you were not meant to be alone. I mean, what did God do? Created Eve when Adam was alone because he recognized the man should not be by himself. So you should not be by yourself under any circumstance. That's one of the things that I tell my tribe all the time. Find your people, connect with like-minded individuals, get in groups, meetups, whatever it is, so that you can be fed and your business can be fed and you can be around the people who will uplift you. Right. How can people find you? How can they connect with you? Sure. Oh, I wanted to say one more thing about what the program I take people through. Okay. The, the other part that I that I want to lift up is inspired action because all the, the internal growth work we do in the world, it doesn't mean much if it doesn't come out in inspired action in you and me finding the entrepreneurship that we're meant to be here, you know, and us finding the meaning and then putting legs to it. So I just think that's so important to, to speak to. Absolutely. So you got to take action. <laughs> Must take action. And that's where the masculine strategy and the internal inspiration and inspired action, the still small voice of God, all of it come together really to accomplish what we're here to do. Yeah. So finding me, I have a, a Facebook group and called Driven Women Ready to Unleash Their Luscious Life. And it's again speaking to we're here to create something and creation is pleasurable. I mean, I know God didn't sit back and say, oh, this is a hard thing on creating the world. Oh, <laughs> ah, look at this. The sun, moon and the stars, the sunsets, the sunrise. Anyway, yes. I'll stop I, there. I, yeah, I, there and I totally agree because even in the Bible, God references the masculine and the feminine. Like he'll go between the bridegroom and the bride and his and, you know, calling wisdom her, mm -hmm. referring to the feminine part of that aspect. So masculinity and femininity has been around for 
thousands and thousands of years. And it's always going to be there. It's not going to change. So we believe at Unicorn Tribe, one of our core values is fun. So what do you do for fun? Join the movement and sign up for the 365 Days of Hearing God's Word Challenge. Check the show notes for all the details. Right now, it's time to get back to the episode. It's the Doing Business with God podcast with Michi Renee. I'm so glad you asked. (laughs) Well, I just went on a hike this morning. I needed to get out and it's not raining. So I thought, oh, I'll do that. And literally five minutes from my house, there's a trailhead. So I was out doing that, boy, almost two hours this morning, just enjoying the, you know, the trees and the dead leaves on the ground and the ferns and everything. So that was fun. I also love to read for fun. So that's something I do, you know, find some fiction, could be mysteries, could be fantasy or science fiction. I just, I just enjoy that. I also love gardening. And this winter, you know, given how it's been a tough winter for, as I put up decorations for the holidays and for Christmas, I put up more more lights. Mm-hmm. I actually put a string of lights up here in my office window and some colored lights down in the window where we put up a little tree. And for me, that was fun. It was speaking to, you know, the light that we are. And as I shine, as you shine, we just support each other. You know, I kind of did it thinking, I mean, frankly, every time I'd come home and look at the lights in the window and on the house shining, I would just go, Oh, <laughs> that's us. Yeah, it's, that's, it's just uplifting, and it was lovely. Yeah, so those are some of the things. Oh, and yeah, so just those beautiful are beautiful. Just beautiful to notice the very small things and and appreciate just lights. Nothing fancy, nothing more, nothing less. Just the beauty of some lights and how it can make you feel. So what, one of the books you're reading right now, what are you reading? Tell us, do tell. What am I reading? Let me see. It's a really long book. It's a science fiction fantasy book by C.J. Chira. It's like the Fortress of Eagles, I think. Something, it has a longer name than that. And I really like this particular author because she goes such into the society and how people are interacting with each other. And I find that, which is why I, I read it and actually reread it because the, the relationships, the society, the ills and the good parts that people are working through, that's what makes me actually come back and read it again. Awesome. It isn't just the plot. It's the, whoa, how is this working together? Awesome. So what would you tell other high achieving women like yourself, doctors, lawyers, all these judges, people in these high type positions that were feeling like you were feeling and they can't separate themselves from the title, can't separate themselves from the money. What would you say to them if you had a direct word to give them? Boy, the biggest thing is to realize you are restricting yourself. You may be feeling, I mean, one of the things I felt like was I was wearing too tight clothing, like I was wrapped up in ropes. You know, you are restricting yourself. You don't have to keep doing that. You can actually begin to give yourself permission to co-create a life with God that is both more and more filled with meaning and more and more filled with joy, pleasure, and fun. So you can do it. So get kind of like get with someone to help you because you don't have to stay like this. It is not required. Torture, martyrdom, not required anymore. <laughs> don't do it. Give yourself permission. <laughs> and the leverage is look at the harm you do to yourself by not living from your joy. Look at the harm you do to your family, your coworkers, by not living from your joy. Because if you're not in joy, the people around you know it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So in closing, what is your mantra 
what do you stand for? Oh, one of the ones that I this really speaks to me these days is like this. And I think it's the big leap, maybe from the big leap. I modified it just a little bit. I expand in abundance, success, love, and peace every day. And I inspire those around me to do the same. Mm. I expand in abundance, success, love, and peace every day and inspire those around me to do the same. Awesome. That's beautiful. Thank you so much for your time today. It's been amazing speaking with you. Tribe, I pray you enjoyed this episode of the Doing Business with God podcast. Help us to grow by subscribing on whatever platform you have listened to us on. Share the episode and pass it on to others. We sure would appreciate a review and let us know what you think. As always, have the most amazing day ever, and we'll see you on the next episode of the Doing Business with God podcast. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Doing Business with God podcast. If you love this podcast, please share it with your family and friends. Leave us a review and help us grow. We also want to hear about your biggest takeaways. Take a picture of this episode and tag us on Instagram stories under Doing Business with God. And we'll see you next episode. I am your host, Michi Renee. Get clear, got strategy, secure the bag. Have the most amazing day ever. You've been listening to the Doing Business with God podcast. 